Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Richard Bush, uh, Chief Technology and Product Officer at NIAX, N-Y-I-A-X. Rich, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, so before we get into what NIAX does, uh, just give me a sketch of your background. How did you start working with them and you know, what have you done uh, in your career? Well, yeah, so I, I've been in kind of uh, early stages of my career. I was in um, some forms of banking at Citibank. We did some risk administration projects and I've moved rapidly after that into uh, publishing on the web. So I was originally designer and, and coder for some early content management system projects back at back in the UK for read business information and quickly got into advertising and kind of analytics technology as part of that and I ended up going to an ad serving technology company where I moved that company from Europe to US about 10 years ago now and then I since then was acquired by AOL where I did product and tech and my last job which is significant was the was the the time I spent with Ipon Web, who built a lot of the early RTB uh, real time real time bidding infrastructure, and uh, where I ran publisher the publisher division, and then I moved here a year ago. So I've been with Nyx for a year now. Okay. It's been been a whirlwind. It's an exciting exciting project to be involved in. I'm happy to be sharing some of it with you today. Right on. All right. So tell me about Nyx. What uh, what do you guys do? So we're a we're a forward. Uh, marketplace for, for guaranteed media contracts. We've partnered with NASDAQ, um, so we have a, formed a relationship with them uh, back in 16. And what we've done is we've taken their marketplace technology, which is called NASDAQ Financial Framework, and we've made some adaptations under our design um, to make it addressable for the, for the advertising market, um, as well as for others' markets, but we're focused on advertising first. And um, so the contract exchange is really solving a problem of, of trading uh, uh, the contract entity. There's been a lot of trading activity in the real-time space, um, but there's been, uh, it's been slow to get market, get the kind of forward or the, the kind of upfront guaranteed style transactions that still happen in the market onto a marketplace. So we're focused on solving that problem. It's a little bit of automation. It's a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, an exchange technology. And it's uh, all of that. We have the, you know, we had the advantage of NASDAQ as being a partner for us there, and, and um, that's you know it's, it's been the fun. It's been the, I guess it's been so I've been with them for a year now, so it's been we're 
Right. We're yeah. come through the process where we launched uh, the first version out, and we're, we're kind of onboarding people now. So yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't understand the product. So trading of what stocks, equities, bonds, futures, that kind of thing on Nasdaq or, or well, what? So we're trading. Um, so what we're doing is we're we're we're, we're taking the kind of IO contracts that exist in in a upfront market in advertising, right? So the, the deals that are typically done between buyer, which is an agency or an advertiser, and a seller, which is a publisher, right? we're taking those contracts and we're we're bringing them onto a marketplace. So it's not it's not um, what we're using while well, we're using the underlying tech at Nasdaq, but we're uh, we're not in the financial market, right? We're in the advertising market and we're trading the we're trading media essentially, um, and so hopefully that's a little clearer. I, you know, that it, it's um, the the critical things that we're solving for in that part of the market is that today there's been um, there's been a lot of focus on this kind of moment in time when when a when a consumer is browsing the web, right? And that the the kind of trading existence that's happened in the last what, say ten years, seven to ten years. It's all been focused on that moment when when the when you're browsing the web. What what hasn't really transpired is that still a lot of media is still traded in advance, so there's still a lot of bulk buying that goes on. There's still a lot of upfronts that go on, especially in like the last. Right. So so for example, if I want to have banners on, uh, you know, a banner on the New York Times right now, I'd have to buy it uh, for like the whole month ahead. Let's say I can't just say in real time, hey, based on the pricing, I want to buy a banner for. You know, the next few hours, and that's it. I mean, you you can in the RTB space, right? But 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 what's what's happened there is that the lower value impressions have yet to transition to that model. Um, so so the high so, so the high sorry the higher value impressions get transitioned to that model. So um, that's you know the trading across a in, in the financial market it would be called what the future or of or, or forward market, right? Because you're buying in advance. Right, you're committing to somebody um, money in advance for payment for something for something that happens in the future. And with RTB, what you know, this part of of the ecosystem in the financial market is what would be called a spot market, right? Where you're essentially at the, that moment in time, you're 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 immediate you're immediately trading, um, uh, and and that's the the difference, if you like, between between the the current trading environment that exists in RTB and the one that we're bringing forward. Um, okay, can you clarify a little bit more? So, how are uh, high value? How is high value advertising bought now? You know, what's what is high value advertising? You know, the placement of a banner, yeah. or I mean, what other you know, radio spot? And how does it happen now? And how is it going to happen differently under your system? So, how it happens now is very much for a manual process, which is using telephones, personal contacts, you know, using using Excel and using you know pieces and paper. Right, so the part of the market where um, this type of activity happens is is particularly it's particularly prevalent in TV. It's particularly prevalent in, in kind of likes of out of home, where um, where those both those markets are relatively high value. So what actually happens is the holding company or an advertiser or an agency inside a holding company will will spend time built forming a relationship and they will they will do a deal in advance maybe the begin end of a year for q for, for the following year or maybe you know before q1 for q1 right and they'll contract together and say we're going to spend x amount of dollars with you on this targeting set for this amount of time right and uh 
that part is still very manual, right? So what we're addressing is the system that enables those deals to be represented inside a marketplace, right? And that's, so that's really the, it's the participants on the exchange are agencies who are, who are spending their advertisers' budgets and publishers who are essentially receiving the, you know, the, they're delivering the, essentially delivering me, uh, the advertising on their media. So that's that's the the kind of ecosystem that we're playing in and, and where we're providing value and there's efficiency play there, right? So there's you know a lot of people pushing essentially pushing pushing paper backwards and forwards by you know either via email or even in some cases still via fax, right? So having a, a place to to place your buy and sell orders, if you like, um, intentions to buy or sell, in so that it can be discoverable and having a place to ultimately make those trades happen and and then downstream actually track what uh, has been delivered and therefore how much you 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 should be paying or how much you 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 need to be made good um is is really the the that's the area that we provide a lot of value for our customers so how is this going to change you know besides the obvious that it you know it looks like it'll provide more liquidity it looks like it'll provide price discovery maybe it'll narrow spreads uh, and give better pricing on advertising. I don't know, but you know, what do you think this is going to do to this market in particular? Well, I think so. The, the overarching um, goal from Niax's perspective is that in order to to prov- in order to grow the overall advertising um, ecosystem, there needs to be a level of financial rigor which is established across the full supply chain, right? Across the full full, full chain, right? We, we Today, there's a lot of activity and a lot of rigor that's been put in place, like a lot of tracking and measurement and various other downstream you know, rigor that's been put in place inside RTB. But in order for the market to see its full, full potential, we believe that the two things need to happen. One is that the financial rigor level needs to be raised, right? There needs to be you know, accountability and, and transparency into the, the, the transactions that happen inside this market for both the buyers and the sellers to just have, you know, their confidence to to transact and to to grow. So that's one thing. And what comes from that, which I think is is where we see the market heading now, is we've grown up over the last 20 years of of activity in advertising. What we see is that in order for capital um, to come into a market like this, right, and just liquidity and investment into a market, additional to just the primaries, you need to have that financial rigor. But once that financial rigor is there, there really is an opportunity to start to think about um, a more financially driven approach to this market, right? And what we see, you know, kind of two-year, three-year vision, and we're already enabling this today, is that um, parties who want to bring capital into the market can do so with that or with this kind of structure. So uh, an g- example might be that, um, you know, a, a publisher, it's very much what happens in the upfront process today in TV, right? A publisher is going to, is producing a show, right? And they, and they, you know, they want, they want to make sure that they're going to get funding for this show so they can go on and do a really good job of you know high quality content right and they they, they don't always want to make the bet to do that by themselves before they've got some kind of commitment from the from the advertiser side so what we can do is enable capital to come into this market from other sources maybe you know a typical uh, um, investment capital coming in and and with those financially rigorous processes that we bring to the table that's possible and actually we're enabling that today through partnerships with uh, uh, uh through partnerships so so that's i think 
where we're headed. And I haven't talked much about this, but a lot of this is, you know, um, a lot of this is uh, like a natural evolution for markets, right? I mean, there's, a, there's always an a entry point for trading and, and automation. And we've seen very much sense. programmatic. Yeah, programmatic has taken that, taken it to a point. But there's still a large portion of the media dollars that are still done in, outside off off market. So that's 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 what we're focused on. So what happens now if an advertiser <clears throat> commits, I don't know, six months to some kind of marketing campaign? They want to change. They don't like it anymore. Can they resell the remainder of a marketing campaign on this market? Will it help them do that? Yeah. So that's a you know a part of the core capability that Nasdaq brought us was this capability to resell. Now. While we're able to do that technically, we, we actually start the market today with just primary buyers and sellers, right? So the retrading is a is a new concept. We 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 see that it's got interest. Um, and the first rules that we've put around that are that the publisher obviously defines who um, the the kind of parameters which is willing to, to to sell its me its its media, right? And that is included in whether they want to resell as a first question, right? Do you want to or not? Right, so they can, you know, they they want might want to know their counterparty directly, and they might want to have complete control over who their counterparty is. So once, but if they do make the decision to retrade, then they have a set of, uh, if you like, blocks, uh, block whitelists. Think of them as whitelists or, or blacklists or, or various things like whether which advertisers, you know, which which uh, context, which audience types. So in case of any competitive separation problems that they have with their selling in direct in, in an instant channel, so. So retrading, yes, is, is something we we see as as being central to this in in the longer term vision. And I think the the as we grow the kind of primary market in the next you know two quarters, I think we'll start to see the interest and start to see adoption of that in a in a, in a more steady format. And that's that's so that would be our focus like, towards the you know end of Q1 and you know end of Q2 start time time frame. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you: is where are you guys at with the platform and uh... You know, what's the rollout going to be over the next six months or a year? Yeah, I mean, that's it's we're at the at the stage now where we we put our Wanda O version in into a production real money environment. Um, so we 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 have kind of two systems, if you like. One is the underlying exchange, which is product produced and provided under our design by Nasdaq. That was given to us in kind of middle of this this year. And we've been developing parallel on top of that, and so the combination of those two things, you know, in the cloud, which was a first for Nasdaq, and on the blockchain, which is a first for Nasdaq as well, and, and we're excited to be kind of early in those those two innovations for them. We we beyond today, so we went, you know, uh, October was the time we we put the 1.0 version out. We're spending the first you know month to finalizing onboarding for the early participants right and we had a pilot program which we had a lot of participation in and that and that group are the first to be onboarded now and as we will start to see trading towards the end of this year the beginning of next and ultimately those campaigns because it's a forward market they will end up delivering obviously you know post post trade and that will happen in the beginning of next year and so what we'll really see is the push for growth into matching orders and, and ultimately trading in, in Q1 of, of, of next year. Beyond beyond the kind of three-month horizon, what we're really starting to work on is, because we because it's a contract that we're trading, it's possible for us to describe media, different types of media, whether it be video or uh, a video on demand or some 
out of home. So we're, we're just in the process now of introducing the first um, kind of descriptors of the different media types around, around particularly around video on demand and particularly around out of home. So that's coming. I, I'm not in a position to say exactly when it will land because it's actually very much dependent on our first customers, but that's a, a, a next focus for us. And um, really, the uh, you know the real focus at the core of the business at this point is really just to get the first you know counterparties trading at ever increasing more volume, so we can really you know, prove out. What about the big dogs? You know, Google, Facebook, they have their own fiefdom and they you know control all that. Uh, you know, the marketing that goes on on their platforms, how are they going to react to this? Do they see it as competition? Will they actually put some of their stuff onto your marketplace to get rid of, uh, you know, unused uh, advertising? Well, I think, I, I you know, we have, uh, we had made, purposefully made a design of a system that we didn't, we didn't see a need, right, in the industry for, for, Delivery, the current kind of pipes, if you like, around in the industry, where you know the RTB pipes or the ad deliver ad servers or the verification services, all of these like well implemented and understood technologies, like they 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 are partners for us, right? So our customers on the publisher side, particularly, we 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 spend time uh, understanding how they implement their inventory onto their ad server. So that we can integrate with it, right? And that, so that, so in that sense, you know, the big Google who you know run DoubleClick products, particularly on the publisher side, they're they're a partner for us, or they stay, they're certainly an integration point for us. So that's, but to come back to the kind of the media side, I think you know they're running they're running their exchanges and they have their capabilities around um, uh, kind of RTB and have other capabilities too. I think at this point. You know, we're heavily focused on solving a different problem set that we see as as one that we're uniquely positioned to focus on, right? So we we're heavily focused on this this forward contract concept, right? And so so I, I, whether or not they'll engage um, with that and put media on is is I would say yet to be seen because we're still you know working with our early publishers and early early holding companies. Um, so it, the thing I will point out is that we're you know we're a technology company. So we're not actually man running the media ourselves. Our customers are ultimately using our technology to run media and and and, and trade. So um, that's a some that might have impact on whether someone like a Facebook or Google will have impact on whether Facebook or Google would would engage with us. Yeah, I would think that they would. They probably have a lot of remnant space, no matter how good they are at uh, at selling stuff. So I think it'd be a great place for them to uh, get rid of all that, you know. Well, the way that we look at that, right, is that because this is a forward market, right, we, we and, and what do we mean by forward, right? It basically means that it's sold in advance, right? So it, it, it's providing an additional capability to the current market in the sense that most of the remnant and most of the implementations around RTB that have, exist today are really that, that you've, you, you've not sold it already. That's the reason why it ends up on these exchanges, right, these RTB exchanges. So it, we're very complementary to that ecosystem in the sense that you can still use those products, right? You can still send an impression to an RTB exchange if it's not already been pre-sold. So, so there's a, a complementary nature to this, which might have, I will definitely have an impact on, where, on whether someone like an Adex or uh, the, the, the kind of the, the, the RTB, or the trade, current trading technologies that exist would, would, would work with us to put media on. All right, well, very good. So what's the best way for... Um 
potential advertisers or buyers to contact you guys? Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a good question. Actually, I, <laughs> well, we have a we have a group, uh, you know, partner group on both the buy and sell side who are active in the market. Um, we have a you know sales at nix. Uh, dot com the website has a sign up process which is nix.com if you want to find out more there's a bunch of different options about you know whether you want to start engaging with us and uh, to get a demo or whether you're interested in just kind of some light information beyond what's available on our website so so those are a couple of good ways i'm you know i'm always a good contact point i'm happy to introduce the right people inside the organizations so that's uh rbush at nix.com um so those are those are all good ways to to, to get in contact with us, uh, if, whichever method you feel most appropriate. Okay, very good. Well, Rich, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field. To interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.